Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Father, we are grateful. We thank you for what you are about to do in our midst. Let your glory be seen. Your word that is anointed, let it affect us positively in Jesus' name. Amen. Genesis chapter 3, verse number 3. But of the fruit... Of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God does know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened. And ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Praise the Lord. Please take your seat. Very quickly, we are considering the third duty of loyalty. And here we are considering the signs of this loyalty. The second sign I want to address here of disloyalty in the life of Adam and Eve is lack of sacrificial giving. The lack of sacrificial giving is a great sign that somebody is not loyal. Adam ate what was supposed to be reserved and preserved for God only. So if you read, when the serpent asked him, did God say you people should not eat? The lady said, God actually said, we can eat everything and anything that's in the garden. Verse 2. But there is a particular tree, he says, we shouldn't touch. And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Verse number 3. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden. God has said, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. So a great sign that you are loyal is that there are some things that are not eatable. There are some things that are not touchable. If you are working with God in your ordained garden in a church like this, there are things that you cannot touch and there are things that you cannot eat. The scripture is very clear that, that the day you eat is the day you die. May nobody die here in Jesus' name. So why was God saying this? Because that tree and the tree of life, they were all preserved for God. So you can eat anything, but don't eat this one. In loyalty, there are things you don't consume. There are things you don't touch. One of the things God expects for us 
in loyalty is to be sacrificial in our giving. God required Adam and Eve that, look, you can eat everything, but this tree in the middle of the garden, the fruit on it, give it to me. I've given you the garden. Give me the fruit on the tree in the, in the middle of the garden. And they couldn't. They failed. So anyone who is around ministry, our ministry in our church, around you as a leader, who doesn't give certain things sacrificially, is not loyal. If you're a husband here, yeah, you don't do it. You are not loyal. BBS or Mukachreu. It's a sign that your heart is not in the matter. You are a woman. You, you have to be told to give food. You are not loyal. It's not just a matter of having a bad attitude. It's a matter that your heart is no longer loyal. Because when you meet a man you love, one of the first things you concern yourself with is what they are eating. How to make them happy as a woman through food. The way to a man's heart is what? Yes. So, if you are really loyal to a man, you, you get concerned. Like a mother is loyal to a child. It's always asking the child, have you eaten? What you, would you eat? You take the initiative. You see, loyalty takes the initiative to sacrifice. To give sacrificially. So one of the great signs that somebody is loyal is that they give. They do what? Ask somebody, are you a giver? Are you a sacrificial giver? Some people give, but they don't give sacrificially. They always give to the borderline. <laughs> they give to the borderline. What they will give is what they will give. They can never stretch. There is nothing that will make them give over the bar. What, for them, what is written is written. But if you are loyal, sometimes your budget in terms of financial giving will be distorted because loyalty will place a demand on you to give so that the system and the person you are serving under will be more comfortable. So, if you are loyal to this garden, our church, you will give here. When we are giving, you will give. And when the Lord speaks to you concerning giving, you will hear. For some people, God knows that no matter how he says it, when it comes to giving, you will never hear. And it's a sign that you are disloyal. Hey! So there are always things reserved only for the Lord. There are things that don't touch anything. Don't touch this tree in the middle of the garden with its fruit. Don't touch it. Don't eat it. So there are some things. You see, when God blesses you, there are things that within the blessings, they are reserved for the Lord. And you have to understand that. If you don't understand it, yeah, then you are not loyal. And we will go into some of those things. So there are things that belong to God. God first. You give to God what belongs to God. And then there are things that are also only reserved for the pastor. 
Because in the garden, God was the pastor of Adam and Eve. And God said, you can, the pastor said, you can sit anywhere, you can do anything, but don't eat this thing, that is for me. Praise the Lord. Then also, there are things that are only reserved for your leaders in any secular way or in your biological way. Wow. Is it powerful? Like, honor your parents in the Lord. There are things that are that reserved for, for those people in your life. There are things reserved for any kind of leader, like your husband or your wife. Yeah, your body belongs to your wife. That's what the Bible said. As a husband. And you, the wife, too, your body belongs to who? Your husband. You can't say I'm loyal and I'm not sacrificing anything. Loyalty must sacrifice something. Because without sacrifice, other things have taken your place. It's powerful. A loyal person gives. And I'm praying that the giving grace will fall upon you. So lack of sacrificial giving is one of the... If you want to know somebody who is not loyal, they always hold back what they have around you. You have some friends. They are only your friend by what they say. Not by what they give. Praise the Lord. In the church, you receive blessings and you must give. The spirit of giving is such that if you receive, receive, receive and you don't give, you die. Say so the day you will eat only without giving me this, you will die. You can imagine somebody who eats and he never, excuse me to say, poopoos. Because poopooing is giving. It's an outlet. It's a supply channel. Or you breathe in and you never breathe out so that the plants too will have carbon dioxide. Are you not going to die? It's an overload on your lungs. He said, as for me, dear, I am a container that receives. You will die. That's why he said, you will die. The day you eat this one also, you will what? Die. Because there are some things that must be given for you to live. And if you don't understand sacrifice as part of your loyalty, you will die by eating them. Some time you have doesn't belong to you. The time belongs to God. Some thing you have, some energy you have, it doesn't belong to you. It belongs to God in the garden. That's why he said, dress it and keep it. Yeah. It's very powerful. When you are in a church, you must have a lifestyle of giving. I want to work for the Lord. I give. I give. I give my time. I give my money. I give my intellectual capital. I give my ideas. You give yourself unto the Lord. Because if you hold it back, you die. If God is not using you, what else should use you? If God is not using your money, what, what should use your money? If all the school you have attended, if God is not using it, who will use it?
There is nothing you would use your school to do that will bring you satisfaction if God is not connected to it. Yes, or else professors should be the most satisfied people, right? You go there, you see emptiness in them because having book knowledge and going around boasting after a while, these days before professors were older people who could pride themselves with uh, I'm a professor, la 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 la, with beard, blah blah. These are small boys, 40, 42. They are already professors. So it's no longer a title you can pride yourself in. Because what you thought was very um, prestigious is now like, yeah. So if you don't have God, you will see the emptiness. Giving. Give. Look at somebody say, give, sacrificially give. In this church, every day I'm here, I pass by. Just let me see around. Okay, what is happening here? The house is blessed. It's part of my giving. God was giving. Every day he visited them in the garden. Every day. And when I get to the point of physical absenteeism from the presence of God during these signs, you will see that your disloyalty is seen in whether you are present or you are not present. You can't say I'm loyal and when you want is when you show up. Like Adam, hiding somewhere. If you are loyal, you give. Tell somebody, let the giving enter your heart. You give your time. Give yourself to be trained. Give yourself. You're, you're always running away. Always running away. Give. The people who give, they always have. The ones who don't give, what they have is taken away from them. But we will not know what is in your heart until we know what you give from your heart. If you love me, show it. And you show love by giving. Praise the Lord. You show love by what? Yeah. It's very important. If you have loyalty in your heart, giving to your church, giving to the work of God will not be a problem for you. If you don't have loyalty, it will become a problem. Watch this. Listen to this. It is a major spiritual infraction when a follower, a son or a daughter takes what the father has not willingly given. It's a major spiritual infraction. That phenomenon is called stealing, which results in what? Dishonor. And that dishonor is called disloyalty. When a daughter and a son takes what has not been willingly given by the father, it's a major spiritual error. Yes. That is why the prodigal son's case is not the worst case scenario. Because what he blew was given to him by his father. The big brother's case was even a worse one. Because he was complaining and the father said, everything I have is yours. As you are complaining here, if you ask me, I will give you.
Some people take what belongs to the father as sons and daughters. We know you are a son of this house. But you are taking what we have not given to you. And that is making you a thief. There are some things you don't take. You don't, like God will give you your, one of the things you don't take is your tithe. Is your what? If you take your tithe, life will be very tight for you. Because the tithe belongs to God. Yes. Bring your tithe. You don't take. If you are a loyal person in an ordained garden, don't touch the tithe. You can't eat it. You can't touch it. And it's not Old Testament. Praise the Lord. Tell somebody, don't touch the tithe. Sacrifice it. Yes. Number two, don't touch the first fruit. Don't touch it. You don't touch the first fruit. There are some things you don't touch. When it comes to giving. Proverbs 3.9 says, Honor the Lord with your first fruit. Honor him. If you honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruit of all thine increase. So don't touch it. That's why every year we give our first salary to God. It's our first fruit. And you see, see us prospering. This is one of the prosperous churches in the Sakra. And we don't worry anybody with offering. We are prospering by the grace of God. Clap your hands and bless Jesus. Why? Because we sacrificially give to God. God has to find a way to bless us. He that sows sparingly shall reap sparingly. You sow bountifully, you reap bountifully. So it's a sign of disloyalty not to be sacrificial in your giving. You always have to look for an opportunity to sow into the garden. But Adam was supposed to eat and ensure that the seeds were planted back into the garden to generate more fruit. Praise the Lord. Come on now. Praise the Lord. Is it powerful already? Yeah, so when somebody is around you, he's always talking against giving sacrificially. When you say we are going for training workers, he's always saying, ah, it's like it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Either they are ignorant, they are amateur, or they are wicked. Because some people will grow into it. But some people today know it and they have decided to be wicked towards God. Sometimes when you tell somebody we are going to do this thing for God, we are going on evangelism. He says, no, ah, because people don't feel like others are going to hell. Yeah, but we are here to save the world. And you have to give your time to follow up souls before they can be in the presence of the Lord. To receive the word of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Is God blessing somebody here? So if you are that type who never goes out there to follow up a soul physically, you are not loyal. Loyalty demands that you will not just be calling people on phone. You didn't come to church. The people you didn't see today, you must physically visit as many as you can. 
to recover them for the Lord. That's giving. You are tired, but you do what you have to do to make the father happy. If you don't do it to make your father happy, it's not loyalty. It's not because any stranger will do the same. The difference between you and the stranger is because you are loyal and that makes you go the extra mile by giving. Praise the Lord. Anybody can tell your wife, I love you. But there are some things they can do. And they won't even do. Even if they can do, they won't do. Praise the Lord. So you have to give. In the Bible, there was, there was a man God killed. He was a son of Judah. He got married to Sister Tama. And any time, Genesis 38, this brother will be sleeping with Tama. The guy will enjoy the woman. And Tama was very pretty. Nice body. Hey. Nice body. Fresh. Hi. Sister. Fresh. Sister. No fault. Clean. They used 10 years to create it. Then the guy will be, whenever he's having an intercourse with this lady, the guy will enjoy you. When it's time for him to ejaculate the seed, to sow the seed, he will pull out and spirit. God said, what a wicked man. What a disloyal man. So as you enjoy, you see, in the Bible, the barren womb, it's never satisfied. You, you have enjoyed whatever you want to enjoy. The woman too, maybe the baby is what to make her. When is time? When is seed time, planting time? After enjoying everything, you know, she will just withdraw and then pew, shoot in the wrong direction. God said, okay, you were a wicked man. So God killed that guy. Yeah. Because he refused to give in the realm of pleasure. Some people, you are here, you are enjoying the blessing of the Lord. If you don't give here, when you see time and God calls on you and you redraw your seed, that's where your poverty starts. That's where your distraction starts. He that withholdeth more than is necessary will turn to poverty. But the liberal soul shall be made fat. That's what the Bible said. There's a sign of loyalty that when it's time to sow, as you have been enjoying the pleasure, and continue to do farm. But you know, it's like you, you are using your mind to, to do things. You know, you need that kind of mental technique to pull out and fire somewhere. Leave it. I know things. So some people, they, they don't serve with their heart. They are here, but they are using their mind. It's like, I'm smart. But there is a God in heaven. Oh. He is watching how you have been spewing the seed 
in the wrong direction. Just enjoy yourself. And God killed him. He was a wicked guy. He killed him. People who waste seed, they get destroyed. It's a sign of disloyalty. That's a, I, you Tama, you think I love you. No. I only love the sex with you. I don't love you. I'm not giving you children. Fruitfulness cannot come through me. If you are in a place and fruitfulness cannot come through you by giving your seed, God will term you as a wicked person. Yeah. Some people, they can only enjoy the pleasure of Oh, pastor, and this, and pastor will rise to the occasion. Oh, yeah, and then the church will rise to the occasion, blah, 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 blah. But when it comes to their time to give to what they have been receiving from, no, no. It's like the church can take care of itself. A garden cannot take care of itself. Yeah. A garden must be taken care of. Because on this earth, things don't move without resources. So if you want to move, you have to move with resourceful people. Yes, that's why if the people around you are only wasted people, you are going nowhere. Because there's a level you will need that you will find out that it requires somebody or substance you already know. And so if only poor people are around you, who will prepare the body of Jesus for his burial? If that woman doesn't come to break that spike nut um, ointment today, with Judas, poor Judas standing there. Judas is not loyal. And how do you know he's not loyal? Because he's a thief. He's stealing from the bag. And even though he has the money box, he doesn't give. And when he sees people giving, he has a problem with it. Anybody who has a problem with people giving, is not a loyal person. It's not a loyal person. <laughs> I, when I see people giving, I'm excited for them because I know that's the way to the blessing. Recently, God was reprimanding me that is the church mine or is his? I said, what a question. Even if I'm a dumb, dummy, dollar degree infinity, I know that the church is not for man, it's for God. Did you not say, I replied, did you not say I shall build my church? He said, you have answered well. He said to me, this thing that you don't raise offering in this church, you don't raise offering, it's not your culture, it's not style. When I tell you to raise, raise, because some of the people, they will be blessed when I ask you to make a demand on them. So don't say you wait for them to bring. They will never bring and that's how they will never be blessed. I said, hey. Okay, I've heard. So some people, it is Elijah the prophet who will be commanded to go to Zarephath. And when he sees the widow, he says, Widow, give me water. First level of giving. As he is going to test her spiritual, he's going to say, I need cake. He says, hey, Why? Why? I mean, sorry, it's enough giving. Why are you even entering into my cake realm? But without the cake. The woman, whatever she has, she's going to eat and she's going to die. It is the giving that brought her supernatural supplies and her destiny never ceased until the famine was over. So sometimes God will cause your pastor to lay a demand on you. Look at Hezekiah. Major prophet Isaiah came. He said, prepare. You are going to die. 
I said, wait, wait. Okoya no done anyone say this wall of Pope. Now me build them. God come into the wall. Let's talk. That my brother prophet, he came, he said, I should prepare, I'm going to die. For whatever I did, I don't care. But let me tell you. When I came on the throne, this is what I did, this is what I did, this is what I did. This is what, I did. what are you saying now? God says slip of tongue. You are not dying. How can you die? Fifteen years. Take. Yeah. Abraham is sacrificing. He circumcised himself. God said, well done. This is, this is, this is. Now God now told him, give your Isaac. <laughs> On that mountain when he was about to slay the boy, God said, you don't do. He said, now I know that you, you fear me. Now. We are here fighting over female circumcision and uh, how do you call it? Genital mutilation. We are here. In their time, they were cutting themselves. It's a very demonic thing to do it in our time. But Abraham circumcised himself. God didn't say, I know you fear me. Can you circumcise yourself? I'm just telling you. That's one level of giving. Leave your father's house. He first left the father's house. God didn't say, I know you fear me. Left idols. <laughs> Somebody has left idols. You are not still sure. What? 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 You know, say, Sacu area, boy in the first stone. At that age, 75 or so years, circumcise himself. Moje tuno. Old man. All of that. God never said, I know you fear me. See the sacrifices given. In our walk with God, do then God gave him Isaac. But before he had one reserve boy called Ishmael. So, if God came to his dream and said, give me a son, he wouldn't, he wouldn't even think. What is Ishmael that is causing trouble? Now, God, take Ishmael. God came very straight, specific. Give me your son, Isaac. Hey, hey. Abraham said, no, P. Sarah died. said, boy, make you go. Where are we going? Even the boy he was going to sacrifice, he didn't tell the boy I'm going to sacrifice him. Some of you, you, you wake up in the night, you look in the face of your dollars. Hey, it's dollars in your arm. Tell him the dollars. When Abraham didn't tell Isaac, you look at, the, at your at checkbook and say, hey, so, 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 When he put that boy there, God said, no need. Now I know you fear me. Then if you read the next verse, it says that because of this thing you have done, because of this, that's it. the blessing is not automatic. There must be a because factor. 
because of this thing you have done, there is something you should have given to anchor your ground for the provision of the blessing. But as for you, all you're giving is in tongues. All you're giving is in immaterial things. <laughs> your giving of material things is a pointer to what is how rich you are in your heart. If you can't give physical things that God has given you, that you have, you can't stretch to give them. You are poor inside. You are what? Poor. poor. That you are, that's when Jesus said that the poor we will always have around us. He was talking about you. Some of us even give what we will receive in three years to come. Or one year, three months, six months to come. We give it before we even enter there. You, you are always saying that, okay, I mean, give according as the Lord has given you. So what is, what is inside my hand alone is what I'm... No. What God has given you is also in potentiality. Yes. Well, you have not seen it in the Bible. Hannah told God, if you give me a son, he was not pregnant, I will return that son to you. That is a child in, that is beyond nine months. So he promised to give God that nine month salary coming. That one year salary coming. Before the salary came. And when it came, she returned it to God and God gave her five more children. And you know, you wait uh, when we were calling for fundraising or whatever, and you say, all I have is, uh, I came to church with, that day was 200 Ghana. We go shini, papa. We're loyal. We're loyal. Look, I don't have the time to tell you the blessings of sacrifice. But there is no life for you without sacrifice. See, the Bible says that the life of the flesh is in the blood and it is sacrifice that produces blood. Yes. King Saul lost his, his kingdom. Some people believe that the mode of his anointing accounted for his loss of the kingdom. He was anointed from a vial. That's like a bowl. And when it was time for David to be anointed, God told him, pick your horn. That to get a horn, blood must flow from the animal. So David's own mode of anointing came from something that had to do with a blood covenant. You know, anything you are giving, it doesn't pinch you. No blood comes out. Everything is glass and plastic. Your kingdom will not be sustained though. If you are, look at Job, he always sold for his children. So even when his children perished, God restored him and gave him more children. The giver never loses. And God said that this guy fears me because of his giving. We don't see anything again about 
about, in fact, sometimes he talks nonsense from his tribulation. He was not speaking well sometimes. Like some of us, all of us go through pressure and sometimes we don't talk well. But his giving was on ground. So God said, this guy is righteous. And when you are like that, the restoration is your portion. Is it powerful? Nothing can separate me from the love of God, though. Not persecution, not depth, nor height, angels or demons. Things now, in the past, or in the future to come. Paul said that all grounds covered. I know that when I sacrifice in all these things, God has already made me a conqueror. Me, I cannot have money inside the pocket. I'm sitting here. God will just touch my heart. Sure. Let me tell you. Well, I have CDs in my bag. I have dollars in my bag. I never think of giving offering in CDs. Because as for you, as we are giving offering in dollars, and you are calculating. One dollar is 5.1. Even the cities, you break it down. To the barest what? Minimum. You must have one, two, five, ten. Thank God for the envelope. You can package it. In Israel, when they were giving offering, they wave it. They wave it. You can't wave your offering. Yes, as you are, you are, I'm telling you, one more cancer is your stronghold. Give dollars, give pounds. Praise the Lord. Give dollars and what? And euros. Don't economize God. Is God, is God blessing somebody here? God is the one who first gave us. So that he has shown the way that we can also give him what? Back. Bible says we love him because he first loved us. Okay? Okay. Mama would see me as in one yamedo. On yet, a sign that you are loyal is that you are giving. So sometimes I will call you and say, Come and do this thing. Or I will just say it casually. I wish this thing would be done. If I can't distort your shadows and calendar and all those things, then you are not loyal. Then you are not loyal. Me to have run errands for people and God brought me here. It's your time to run. And if you don't run, you ground your own destiny. Don't, do you see me grounded? Am I struggling to do this thing? Even you, you are very willing. You are even shocked that you are serving in this church. You yourself, you shock yourself. Because in the churches you attended, you sort of you wonder why are even people serving in the church. Hey, hey, hey.
And when you serve, you'll be great. You'll be what? <laughs> when you sacrificially give, you'll be great. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168 or 0277-532-360. Join us on Sundays at 7 a.m. for the first service. 9.30 a.m. for the second service and 11.30 a.m. for the third service. On Wednesdays at 6 p.m. for our midweek and communion service. And on Saturdays at 6.30 a.m. for our morning flavor prayer services. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.